0: Good morning from the team here at 1:37 p.m. This is 7:31 a.m. Let's get the day going.
1: Good morning, good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, February 21st. For those of you that have the day off, we hope you are enjoying your long weekend. For those that don't, we hope you get off early and have a relaxing day. We've got a quick but good show for you guys, and I am joined by. Charlie, Charlie, how you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty well, Jalen. How are you doing?
1: Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Happy to to be here. Happy to be doing this today. And as usual, we have some birthdays and facts for you guys. So let's get into it. First off, happy birthday and rest in peace to Nina Simone. Of course, she was a singer and civil rights activist famous for songs like Mississippi Goddamn. To Be Young, Gifted and Black. Also happy birthday to Jordan Peele. There's a new movie that's directed by him called Nope. Of course, probably to this day, his most famous directorial film or his debut would be Get Out. Uh, Happy birthday to him and we're looking forward to more projects. Uh, Charlie, what you got?
0: Yeah, absolutely, I love Jordan Peele so much. Love one on Kim Peele. And then Get Out, one of my favorite movies of all time. And then also, uh, one of my favorite TV shows of all time premiered on this day in 2005, Avatar The Last Airbender. I feel like it's just a show that when I was a kid and it came out, I loved it. It was one of my favorite shows growing up and I feel like it can go either way that when you go back to an old show like that, it could be terrible. Um, and when I revisited Avatar in my teenage years and now even as a in a, an adult, Avatar The Last Airbender rules. For people who haven't watched anime, Avatar isn't technically an anime because it's not Japanese, but it's so inspired by anime styles and I feel like it's such a good sort of uh, way to dip your toes into anime by enjoying Avatar and then from there hopping into Naruto and other in anime. Um, but Avatar The Last of Inner is just, still stands up to time, the test of time and is such a wonderful, amazing show. With that, JL, what is going on at the box office this weekend? Entertainment.
1: this is something that i'm really excited about because uncharted is leading the weekend box office um i can't remember exactly when the first game came out i want to say that was maybe around like 2009 2010. i just remember my dad um playing it and i was like what is this and it seemed really interesting with the whole storyline of nathan drake and of course it just kind of developed from there the new film actually sold out with 44 million so this is despite receiving mixed reviews obviously it's a hit with the audience and the critics are gonna always be the critics but the audience is the one to be believed so not only did uncharted crush it But Tom Holland, who stars as Nathan Drake, his last film, which is a little movie called Spider-Man No Way Home, you might've seen it, finished third this weekend, bringing its total domestic return to nearly 772 million, which is the third highest in history. Safe to say that Tom Holland is having a good month or so. Elsewhere, Channing Tatum's dog came in second this week, bringing in 15 million. Tatum made his directorial debut with this film, co-directing it with another first-time director, Reed Carolyn. That received positive reviews from critics, and it's sort of like a buddy comedy that follows an army ranger as he tries to escort the German shepherd of his fallen commander to the funeral. Happy to see that for Channing Tatum because he's been able to evolve his career since uh, being in Step Up as well. So, Charlie, how about the Winter Olympics?
0: Yeah, so the Winter Olympics wrapped up yesterday. Sunday morning was the closing ceremony, and I just want to recap some of the big takeaways. Um, Norway had the most total medals. Uh, For the second successive Winter Olympics, winning a total of 37, of which 16 of them were gold, which is so crazy. Um, This milestone sets a new record for the most gold medals ever won at a single Winter Olympics. And to put that in perspective, Canada, which is usually viewed as kind of a Winter Olympics, Winter Games powerhouse, won 26 medals total, but only four gold compared to Norway's 16 which was a bit of a a disappointment for the Canadians. Uh, The US earned 25 medals, eight of which were gold. Pretty solid performance. And then just some highlights, kind of firsts. Uh, I think we talked about this when it first happened, but New Zealand won its first Winter Olympics gold medal ever when Zoe sadowski sinat won in the women's snowboard slope style. That was early on in the games. The only podium sweep during the entire competition was Germany achieved a podium sweep in bobsleigh in the men's two-man, and then China, which hosted the games, had its best Winter Games performance of all time. They had nine golds and fifteen medals total. Nine out of fifteen, pretty good metric. And then also some countries that made their Winter Olympics debut: Haiti and Saudi Arabia debuted in the Winter Olympics this year as well. So some firsts. Overall, it was fun Olympics. I didn't tune in as much as I feel like I have during past games, but every time I just watch it on TV at bars or at friends' house. Winter Olympics are so sick. They're jumping so high in the sky. Um, So there's a little little recap. And with that, I want to hop over to arguably the biggest sports event of this weekend, which was NBA All-Star Weekend. It was super fun, but also I do know that people are a little bit critical of some elements of it. Some people are viewing some of the events as sort of a dud. So I want to start with Saturday was the dunk contest. And in the past, I feel like the dunk contest was always featured sort of superstar type players like Zach Levine. And then in years past, we've kind of had other players who are great in-game dunkers, but aren't necessarily like the cream of the crop of dunkers. So on Saturday, Obi Toppin, who's a a bench player for the Knicks, who I love because I'm a Knicks fan, but he's by no means a superstar. He won with what I viewed as pretty impressive dunks. I feel like dunking has just gotten so, so, so crazy, but all the takeaways pretty much from the dunk contest were like this was the worst dunk contest ever. Nobody did anything that sick. I think we're all just spoiled. By the Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine dunk contest, which was just so absolutely insane. But at this point, it's like, what do we want them to do? What else can we see them do? Jill, what did you think about the dunk contest?
1: Um, Charlie, I had to agree that it was kind of a dud. I put out a tweet earlier today that was basically saying, I hope the All-Star game is good. Didn't kind of make up for it. And somebody said, well, what dunks can people... Do that we haven't already seen and i think that was a good point like we've seen everything at this point like we've seen jordan jump from the free throw line we've seen dwight howard do the superman we see people jump over people so it's like i'm trying to think what could these you know what could these dunkers do that haven't been done do you have any ideas
0: well yeah it's interesting because i have people i feel like we're like let the superstars dunk like john moran anthony edwards um, and it's like, yeah, John Morant is an insane dunker, has one of the highest verticals I've ever seen, but what is he gonna do when, the, like, I, I, Obi Toppin, they were doing between the legs, like, I just, I agree, I don't really know what we want to see from them, I do think that if next year it was John Morant, Zion Williamson, and Anthony Edwards, that would be pretty fun. Anthony Edwards, though, I saw a quote from him, they asked him if he would ever be in the dunk contest, and he said that he's just an in-game dunker, because he doesn't like to dunk unless he can dunk on someone, which I thought was a really baller answer, so, we'll see, maybe having superstars in it'll make it more interesting, but ultimately, I think we've gotten spoiled. Kind of like the dunk contest, but I would say that the, one of the highlights of the weekend was that Carl Anthony Towns, Cat, won the three-point contest on Saturday night, becoming the first center ever to win the contest. Which obviously traditionally guards or shooters, centers are traditionally more post players, um, but Cat is has been a very innovative. Big man in that he is one of the strongest shooting big men of all time. People were starting to draw dirt comparisons over the weekend.
1: Um, you know, I had my money on Fred VanVleet because I know in the past, it's not his first go-around in the three-point shootout. It just, he was hitting the side of the backboard. I was like, no. He actually knocked my streak because I had the calves winning the skills and I had, um, I had him winning the three-point shootout, but I was like, man. But yeah, congrats to to the cat.
0: And then finally, All-Star weekend concluded in a super exciting fashion with the All-Star game. As always, the beginning of the game was always kind of lame, just big lobs, nobody playing defense. Um, but near the end, people really turned it up. Stephen Curry dropped 50 points, almost breaking 80's record for All-Star Games, 52 points. Uh, and Steph Curry walked away with the MVP. And then a super fun moment as well is that LeBron hit the game winner, um, and it is the, the game to place in Cleveland, 30 minutes away from LeBron's hometown of Akron, Ohio. It was great to see LeBron clinch it, and Team LeBron won. Stephen Curry won the MVP with... 50 points. It was a great game. And uh, I, I also, I love the all-star game. It's always so fun.
1: All right. All right. That's going to do it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. Also be sure to hop into our discord so you can chat with us. We'll be back tomorrow. And as always, remember to stay curious.